Welcome back everyone to another episode of Chat with Dan. Continuing this amazing season. Hope you like this episode as well. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow, let me know what you think. And I'll see you in the next one. Stay safe. Rebecca, welcome to the show. It's it's really cool to have you here. I mean, what better way to finish off an epic Friday with someone as epic as you? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love it. So, uh, so yeah, let's dig in here. Let's jump straight to the interview and uh, let's go back in time and tell me how your acting career started. Um, well, I uh, I always wanted to be an actor and. Um, My parents weren't exactly thrilled at the idea. My brother's also an actor, a wonderful actor. And for two of their children, we're three, I have a sister as well. Um, But two of us wanting to be actors was kind of not great news for them. And so um, I have a degree in linguistics. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, which was, you know, just something completely different that also interests me a lot. But, um, and then when in my early 20s, I started modeling um and but i always wanted to be an actor and eventually i found it again through going back to classes but i only started working about 25 26 so i'm a very late bloomer in the acting game um but just goes to show no matter what you do to try and get in the way if you have a dream or a passion and regardless of of who kind of stands as an obstacle if you want to do it you can reach yeah yeah absolutely i have interviews to two yeah two voiceover actresses that uh they started her voice acting career i think on her mid 50s almost 50 yeah and uh they started it and that was like a year ago and what i ended up discovering like recently is that they've been nominated for like a voice artist award you know so that's also kind of the that is also one of the cool things that shows that I mean, it doesn't matter the age. If you have, like, I mean, of course, if you want to be like a like a professional a- athlete, yeah, I mean, come on. But uh, but towards acting, I mean, it does shows that it doesn't matter like how old you are. There's opportunities for you, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm I'm happy. It's uh, it's worked out okay. Absolutely, I love it. And so yeah, so time went by. You were killing it. But tell me, what were some of the first challenges that you had when you were? uh starting with your acting career well i was not killing it let me tell you that much there were um probably the first really six seven eight years were hard um Mm. i didn't work a lot and um every time i thought that i'd gotten a job that would allow me to be safe and this idea of like oh now i'll be able to work consistently um it doesn't happen like that so um some of the first jobs that were, I guess, important were um, I got my first uh, union credit um, on a movie directed by Jean-Pierre Jeunet, who's a really um, wonderful French director. Uh, he directed um, Amelie. You know that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I know. A wonderful movie. Anyway, he was directing another movie in Montreal, and... Um, I booked the tiniest part on it, but that was helpful. So once you get into the union in Canada, um, you get access to 
um, much better quality um, projects. Mm. So it's your way in, you know, you kind of break in in that way and then you think, ah, finally I've broken in and then it slows down again and you have to, you have to build again from there. But uh, that was important. And then um, I've recently worked with them a couple more times, but uh, there is a producer named uh, Pierre David in Ottawa who makes uh, a fair amount of Lifetime movies. And one of my first kind of bigger parts was um, on a movie starring uh, Ashley Jones and um, Kim Rozon. And yeah, it was good. It was an opportunity to, to really be on, you know, a, a, a set and learn. And, and that was, I think, instrumental. Again, gave me false hopes of now it's all gonna be great. But uh, it's fun. I've just done, a, a, I think, two movies with them last year. And it's, it's really nice to work with people more than once. I love it. I love it. Now, Emily Emily wasn't was on theaters like 2000-something, right? 2000. Yeah, I'm not sure. So this movie, he was directing the movie, which is the um, uh, T.S. Spivet. Uh, I'm thinking of the name in French for some reason, but... The Adventures of T.S. Bibb. It was the movie I was in, and he directed that a few years after Emily. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And tell me, like, how you prepare a character. And I understand that depends on the role. But what are the, like, what are, like, what is your usual approach to this character <laughs> creation process? Um. Well, in the audition process, which is different because you can't go quite as hard. Um, I'm a pretty ritualed person, so I like to do the same thing for every audition. I like to write it out. I like to learn it in the same way. Um, throughout the years, I've kind of found through um, different teachers, different books, questions to ask myself to really kind of uh, prepare a character. Uh, Larry Moss, who's a, another wonderful teacher that I've um, been able to study with in his book, um, Intent to Live, I think is what it's called. I, I'm, I'm probably messing up all these names and I'm going to feel really stupid afterwards, but um, he he has these 50 questions about a character. So you mm -hmm. go through them and you build their life. And I really enjoyed doing that. I found that some of the most helpful um, processes is to, um, they talk about dreaming as your character or, or, so the idea of like, sure we have these scenes we have these parts of the character's life but what do they do on a basic day like what what how do i how do i get out of bed how do i brush my teeth what order do i eat first do i brush my teeth first like all that stuff so you really get a sense of what type of person and i'm a very again routine person i love routine i love regiment and a lot of people aren't like that so if i treat all my characters like they're like me I almost miss out on an opportunity to mm. explore a really different kind of outlook, you know? So I usually go in that way. I usually build through these questions and through, you know, a day in the life. And, um, and also there's a wonderful thing that happens when, when I'll speak for myself, when I get to work on something um, a little bit longer than, you know, a small part you get to really think and start imagining as that character you you start to think like what does that character fantasize fantasize about what is what do they what do they get mad about you know and and part of these questions asks you about that but at night before you go to bed like 
you might think of a very specific set of things. I think of a specific set of things. Like mm. I think about resentments. I think about, you know, I, I, I use tactics to fall asleep, but what does that person do? And so I find that's a nice way in. I love it. That's pretty cool. Okay. Wow. And let's say that one day I call you and I tell you that I want to become an actor. Yeah. Now, a little bit of background history here. I don't know anything about acting. I mean, I only had one role back in high school and I ended up ruining it. It was only one line, by the way. But anyway, that's another story. Um, so, so yeah. So basically, I don't know anything about acting. So what advice could you give to me that I want to start this career out of basically nothing, you know? Um, one thing that was really helpful for me when I was new was um, doing work as a background performer, so as an extra. Um, because I think <laughs> when you work as a background performer, you really let go of the idea that there's anything fancy about film. It is not fancy, it is not uh, precious, it is not glorious. It's It's a lot of sitting around until you have these brief moments of being on film and you're doing the same thing over and over again. And a lot of the times you have like, you know, if you think about um, recess when we're kids, yeah. there's so many groups of kids going nuts all over, uh, you know, a playground or whatever. And imagining to try and get everybody to be quiet and cooperate, that's a film set. So if you, if you, as a person, don't like that, you're not going to enjoy being an actor. I also don't have much experience with theater, so it's a very different beast. But um, if you don't like chaos, trying to be ordered, if you don't, if you, if you really abhor waiting around, um, if you also don't like feeling like a little bit of an ant, because your actors are a bit we're treated like children on sets because we're needed. So we're really like, okay, you sit here, you stay here. Do you want any snacks? We'll come get you when we need you. Um, are you okay? We're treated very sweetly because we cost money if we're running around doing nothing. Absolutely. But honestly, we don't matter as much. And it's not that we don't matter as much, but we only matter just as much as every other person on set. Like every part is important. And if you come in as an actor thinking that this is going to be some kind of noble or, or um, um, there's a word that I'm forgetting, but it's like, it's not fancy. It's really, it's not, there's no glory. Okay. So first and foremost, I think it's good to kind of go and see if you like the environment. And then if you're like, yeah, I love this environment. I'm in, um, then I would, of course, take an acting class. And um, I wouldn't try and go farther than where you are. So go intro to acting. And then accompanying that, once you do your first like audition class or whatever, you see what it's like to be on camera. And then you take technique classes. So technique classes are things like Meisner or... I mean, I've studied Meisner, so I pretty much just know Meisner. But like, there's tons of different kinds. There's like Alexander classes. There's, you know, Uta Hagen classes, but that's just more scene work. Anyway, there's all these different types of things that you can do to get out of your improv is wonderful. To yeah. get out of your head, you know, out of trying to do something, like trying to copy something, you know. Um, 
but it's very exciting. I'm, I'm always really happy for new actors because uh, it's so, I think, challenging and embarrassing to admit you want to be an actor. It was for me. So I'm like, if you have the balls to kind of be like, I actually want to try this thing, yeah. then it's that's already a hurdle, you know? That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, if I ever become an actor, once I win my Oscar for Best Actor, make sure I'll I'll, I'll be mentioning you in my thank you speech. Perfect. Absolutely. I love nice. it. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. Now, uh, tell me, like, what has been either your funniest or worst audition you ever had? Audition. Um, I hate auditioning. Um, I love doing self tapes. Okay. But I, I don't like. I get so scared. I get so nervous. Um, I really struggle to be as good as I could. As, as I like. I, I bring, I have a certain skill level when I'm working, yeah. but I don't have that skill level in auditions. Um, what would be the worst one or the best one? Honestly, I block out a lot. Um, I did do a part recently um, that was really hard. Uh, and so it's a, it's a wonderful show called Padre. It's a French show. Um, And the woman I played was, um, she had eco-anxiety. So she thought the yeah. end of the world was coming in her lifetime. And she was a kindergarten teacher and um, she felt like it would be more humane and loving to murder her kindergarten class than let them die in the uh, Armageddon that was coming or, or starve to death or, you know, okay. this was her state of mind. So, um, And in the and in the show, she speaks to a priest, a priest who's like the lead of the show. And um, so every time I auditioned for the show, so I auditioned for it, and then I had a callback for it, and then I had to do it. But the amount of emotional weight that it is to carry when you have to be that person and believe those things, um, every time I would do the audition, and then I would sob for like 10 minutes just because there's so much energy that goes into believing those things even though you're you I don't think they're true but like I have to believe them in that moment and then it's still it's still with you you know anyway so that was really challenging and wow. yeah it broke my heart every time wow and like now that you mentioned that like how do you break character you know like how you manage to you should scene and then you return to be you. Okay, I'm good to go. Like, do you have like a process to it or it's just like one, two, three, go, I'm back or how like, how's that work for you? Um, well, it really depends. Like a lot of parts don't require, um, like, because if I'm going from where I'm living, which is in a place of hopefully like a pretty neutral state, um, if I'm, you know, irritated, that's not far away from my neutral state. It's like a step or two away from it. But if I'm in this place of believing the end of the world is coming, excuse me, this is great. Um, if believing the end of the world is coming, then I have to go pretty far from my neutral state. So that requires a lot more work. And so in between takes, like while we were shooting that, we shot it all in a day. Um, and the thing is knowing what is getting covered is really helpful. So you start in a wide shot, right? which is a very wide view, which is usually just an establishing shot. So you're not going to use it that much. And then you go into maybe a two shot. Then 
uh, all of one person's coverage than all of the other person's coverage. So to know the order of the shots lets me choose how much I'm gonna go to that very challenging place. You know what I mean? Like, because also when you do it over and over over a day, your well can get dry, you know? Uh, your emotional well. Um, so really kind of allowing myself to not be necessarily as emotional for all of the shots where I didn't think that they were gonna use them for those moments and having like communication. So it's like to be very technical is helpful. And then as far as actually finding the emotion, um, I have a teacher named David Rotenberg who's really wonderful and uh, he talks about finding keys. Um, and so what you do is like, I have certain things within myself and you would have very different things um, that ignite these, uh, something that's so true for me that it elicits an, that it elicits an emotion that is comparable enough that it matches the scene. So you drop into these specific things that elicit the right emotion in you. And so that's work you have to do on your own, finding out your own emotional piano in a sense, you know what I mean? So you can match it. Yeah. yeah wow that's amazing i love it okay okay and like what advice could you give to you know uh to people who are yeah like to new actors but who are starting to have auditions or even like self-takes you know like they're brand, brand new on it and they're starting like to make those steps um <clears throat> something that i really still is challenging for me but um the only interesting thing that you can provide or that I can provide is myself doing the thing. So I can I can be really careful to find my keys, you know what I mean? And really be clear on like being emotionally available. I can work on really listening to the reader. Um, I can work on scene analysis with the teacher and I do. I still, I coach and, and um, I, I don't, I don't, I'm happy to keep coaching. Um, but the only thing you can bring that's true is, is yourself. So I think it's so important to trust yourself. I mean, again, it's as hard because you need technique to support your trusting of yourself. You need to be able to read a script and really understand it. And like, I, I trust my coach, but my coach never makes me not be me. Mm. He's like, it's not he'll be like it's not clear enough in this moment what you think you are you're 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 almost like you're um i can't think of words tonight you're like you're you're dumbing yourself down instead of allowing yourself to be fully yourself so it's like laugh as yourself uh think as yourself within the character if you if you're trying to do it like you know, Meryl Streep, you're gonna fail. Mm. Um, so that helps me. I don't think that's very clear, but in, in, in an easier way, when you're new, uh, make sure to take classes. Coach. Um, I, I think coaching is super, super helpful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can understand. I mean, at the end, it would be like find your own, like your own thing, right? Yeah. Something and like and, that, and right? find people that will help you go towards that. Like, again like some coaches will be like no this is my way and my way is right but some coaches will will help 
you really be yourself within that while yeah. helping while guiding you um but also much more basically if you're a new actor make sure that if ever you're doing a self-tape your reader is also an actor do not use your friend or your mom or whatever get other actors to work with you and when you're doing the self-tape look at them in the eyes like even if you're doing it on zoom or whatever set up your computer so that you're looking at the other person you know it's it's so important we so quickly get in our heads and do a thing you know yeah okay all right i love it now moving up here a little bit let's say that one day netflix hbo max disney plus you name it they call you and they tell you that they want to create a film which basically goes that all of the characters you have played at the moment they're going to gather to celebrate your birthday tell me what would be the name of the film um i loved that question and i think the name of the film would be run okay <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like a headache i mean yeah there's some dangerous people in there and there's some really funny people and there's a lot of normal people but yeah okay. i don't know if i'd it would be pretty uh it'd be a pretty like i think of it also imagine it's like the bachelor and mm. all of the contestants are all the characters i played i would be pretty messy okay you can't stand that yeah. okay and like what genre would what yeah like what genre would it be would it have like comedy or horror like what would I it think have? i've decided now that i want it to be the bachelor like a a, a a scripted version like i don't know if you've ever watched unreal the show yeah yeah i did yeah 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 so like that i think that would be really funny <laughs> so yeah, i guess it would cool. be a comedy it would be a spoof on a reality tv show i love it i love it now if you had to choose one of your characters to go out with have some drinks have fun which character would you choose to go out with um you know it's funny uh i just played a uh woman named Carrie Farver and um even though on paper I was like oh yeah you're cool this is fine getting to play her um I also think that because again as I'm continuing in my work I'm more and more myself and I and I really kind of bring aspects of myself to parts especially when they're not you know otherworldly or really dangerous or whatever Yeah. Um, and so the person I got to be playing her was probably uh, somebody I think would be attractive and friendly and fun. Um, also, she was very unfairly murdered. So if I got to hang out with her, it would mean she'd be alive again. So that makes me happy. So I think I'd pick Carrie. There you go. All right. Perfect. Now, if you had to choose, I mean, sorry, if you have to describe your career, but this mm -hmm. time on a drink. Now, what would it be now? You could choose one that, you know, it's already been made or you can create your own. So I'm picking a, like a beverage mm -hmm. to describe my career. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I would say, it's a hard question actually, because I don't, the, there's the, like I'm thinking of like, Yeah, maybe, um, I 
question. I, I remember reading the question and being like, wow, I really don't know. But then I didn't think about it more. Um, I think sparkling water, like a really tiny, very, um, very strong bubble sparkling water. Okay. Because it's like refreshing, but it doesn't actually hydrate you. And at the same time, it's something you crave. Um, and it's luxurious. Um, and it's always something that I that I want. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Now, what motivates you? You know, we all have those days that we just want to quit, you know? And, and it's interesting because if you, like, sometimes things might be okay, you know, nothing bad happened. But suddenly we, we started to get, like, these crazy toxic thoughts and we started to believe that we shouldn't be doing this, that this is a waste of time. I mean, you really start to hate yourself, let's say, for be doing some, be doing this, right? But my question here is like, what gets you out of those thoughts and pushes you back on this journey that you have been creating for so many years now? Mm -hmm. um, it's a great question, by the way, um, because I'm. I, it shows such insight into how challenging it can be to be a creative and how often we're the only ones who are really kind of holding our hands. Um, <laughs> I have a very, again, like I have an amazing life. I have like a very uh, uh, solid community of folks who um, around me who are really like focused on being of service to others and on like creating a fellowship of, of forward movement. I have really beautiful meditation practice. I also have just incredible friends. So all that to say, I'm quite rich in my life so I don't get lows like I used to um, and when I did get lows and when I still do get lows uh, I remind myself that I've had lows before you know so that's like kind of like more um, with experience with time it's been easier but mm. back in the day like early on and when I really didn't work very much and I was like what am I doing and it was more just like well I'm doing it so I guess we have to stick it out and you know I'd rather do this and be miserable and work other jobs than not do it and so that was helpful but another thing really oh your dogs are cute um, another thing that was really helpful was once told to me that um, your desires are like a divine whisper in your heart. They're not capricious. They're not um, lowly, not the true desires. And so I would always kind of be like, Rebecca, you're so self selfish and self-centered to want to be an actor. Um, but then over time, I was just like, no, that's the, that's the tiny divine whisper. Like, that's okay. And so it makes me feel uh, a lot more in line. So a lot less regretful or doubting of my choices mm. yeah i'm speechless <laughs> <laughs> i love it i mean it's, it's really cool but also but also like yeah like what i find what i find pretty interesting about your career is the fact that that you have i mean that you have still there doing your craft you know uh finding find like basically what i'm trying to say here is that you have still on the fight you know like pushing it which is pretty cool because i do think that whenever we get like these thoughts 
I mean, it's like the like the easy solution is to quit, basically, you know. But like every time, for example, when I have when I have like these thoughts, I will repeat myself like like look how like look how much time you you have already invested to that, and not only time, money too, mm-hmm. you know. And like you will look even more stupid too. Just throw, yeah. throw that away. Be like, you know what? I'm just gonna start something new, and uh, and and all of the knowledge. At the time, the experience, all, all of those things that you gather, just you're gonna throw them away and start something new. And that I consider that kind of waste, you know, because I mean, we all, I do believe that we all come to this world for something. But of course, it's up to us to discover what is that something, you know? And it can take sometimes years, or maybe you can discover it like super fast, which is, which is pretty cool. So the fact that you have been doing this for, you know, for so many years now, you have a lot of experience that you already know what, like, like what to do in this type of situation specifically when you are thinking about a quit that is pretty cool because that it also it also says how how much you love it you know how much you love like the whole um acting the craft and the, that, so. mm-hmm. yeah no I, I definitely i think you're right about not wanting to throw away all your investment i've put all my eggs in this basket so yeah i can understand that and uh i mean yeah at the end at the end what can i say i mean i love your career i love what you do uh it is it is super inspiring but also you know it's 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 like the it's yeah it's a living proof that dreams can come true and it's so interesting because sometimes we the audience we don't know anything about about the actor you know we will just see the final product but we don't know anything about like how much time the actor put put to it you know i mean there was a time in which i, I used to say for example in this huge blockbuster film we'll see i will see an actor that i never do in my life and be like wow this guy came out of nowhere you know yeah. but once once you see that and once you realize you, you could be like no i mean this guy has been working already for 20 years you know like oh okay makes like, sense i never saw him before but that doesn't mean he hasn't been working there you before. go yeah yeah so that is so it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting uh uh that 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 sometimes you can be working as an actor for 20 30 years and then suddenly you get up you get the opportunity to be in this huge blockbuster film and then everybody's like you know that's uh that's uh what like like what's the word to it success overnight and things like that and once you realize like all the extra hours all the amounts and all of that you're like no, I mean it was pretty much. I mean it was super well deserved from all of the previous hard work that um, that he or she did. So. Yeah, for sure. Wow, wow, amazing, amazing! I love it. As I said, keep doing what you do. Keep inspiring. I'm super sure that 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 not that not hundreds but thousands of people love loving what you do, rely on you, and yeah, keep doing what you do because as I said, we need more people like you in this world who can, who besides giving us entertainment and emotions, you know also show us that 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 you're here that you're making it happen that you went outside the typical classic box you know and uh you create your own thing and i mean look at you it's pretty cool so thank you so much yeah absolutely i also want to thank those who watch this video thanks so much if you are listening on spotify or apple podcast make sure to go follow rebecca like right now i mean the video's over so go follow yeah. her so i'm gonna leave in the description below her social media so you can check it out and let's make her viral come on i mean hashtag team rebecca because she's awesome and again, thank you so much for making this happen. Have an incredible weekend. Thank and, you. Uh, I'll see you in the next one. Yeah, you too. Take care. This is super fun. All right.